0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to It's A Religion, the podcast that seeks to encourage people in their faith, that seeks to uh, discuss the evils of evolution, the evils of other ways of doing things, and the contradictions uh, in them, and the fact that they all reference back, typically, to God and uh, His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, the one that we put our faith and trust in here at It's A Religion. And uh, we're thankful that we have this opportunity to come to you every day and speak truth, speak life, speak into the lives of others uh, in this way. We like to analyze things from the standpoint of faith and what people are putting their faith in and not just from a secular humanist standpoint of people making choices about things without considering why they are doing so. So we come to you live from the middle west of the United, no, wait, the divided states of America to the Republic for which they stand, two nations under God with liberty and justice for some, for those that are connected, for those that have money, for those that uh, know someone, who knows someone. And it used to be that there was liberty and justice for all. It used to be that we could try and even uh, call ourselves united. But anymore, we are so divided and the fact that social media and and, um, really the ability to communicate worldwide instantaneously has taught me, at least, that I don't think we'll ever be united. And I don't know why we continue to call ourselves the United States. And really, we are the divided states of America. You look at the election map. uh, The Northeast is completely blue. The middle of the country is pretty much red. And then you have a couple splotches of blue here and there and then the uh, left coast, as I would say. And maybe people are starting to wake up in the the country of the United States of America and trying to really understand what liberalism and that is about, that it's more about socialism, communism, things of that nature, top-down control, people who are smarter than the rest of us making decisions for us, people like Mr. Fauci telling us we have to take a vaccine in order to live properly a life that you know we have a god-given immune system to try and and uh, live in the way that we are supposed to live and there are criminal elements and evil elements behind all of this we believe uh, and it's a religion that uh, it's the faith portion of a person that drives you it's the faith that you have in certain things that drives the paradigm that you look at life through The way in which you walk in your life is based on what you believe. And, you know, I look at my own life. I grew up in the Catholic Church, and from whatever uh, evils you might see in Catholicism, there was a lot of good in there, too. There was a lot of good about who we are, the fact that God created everybody, the fact that you were made in God's image, the fact that Christ did come and die for all of us on the cross and was risen again. And Uh, The service that the Catholics put on is a very reverent service um, to God, and there's some really good things in there. And my hope is that as we look at things uh, from the perspective of uh, it's a religion, that we will have the opportunity to be as positive as we can about many things, but to also speak truth about things and the detriment that some things like the theory of evolution have been to our society. And how, you know, those things impact people's behavior. Those things impact people's, uh, the way in which they walk in their lives, whether it be positively or negatively, um, it produces fruit. The, the theories that men produce, the theories that, that men go with, the theories that we see at work in our society today, lockdowns versus freedom, um. they produce fruit. You know, when you lock a society down, you're going to kill businesses. You're going to do things in that type of environment that are not going to be positives for people. You're going to have a lot of issues. And our state is a, a, an example of that The state of Illinois where they're still trying to mask kids in schools. And it's, to me, it's one of the most heinous things that anybody's ever done on a mass scale to these poor kids that have a hard enough time in a public school institution. And I've been removed from it for a long time. I, I went through the public schools when I grew up, but we basically have homeschooled our kids for the most part. And, you know, I can't imagine, you know, the peer pressure about just wearing the right mask to school as a, for instance. And the fact that, you know, kids have enough, hard enough time dealing with all that. You know, I'm not a big fan of, of socialization in terms of how people look at that typically from a secularist viewpoint. Socialization, children can be socialized in many ways. And if you have them interacting more with adults, more with um, older children, for instance, in a God-focused environment uh, versus just being silly or just being uh, around other kids all the time. How smart are children? You know, when people say that to me, well, don't you want your kids to be socialized? I just look at them and go, okay. You know, both of my older kids were 13 years old and could have a, a conversation with an adult person without saying like 67 times, without, um, you know, just they could, they could do that. They could have a, a conversation with an adult, and most adults would go, "Geez, I, what's what, how?" Because they're not being uh, influenced by other people of a younger age that really are not that smart. It's funny because when I think about my daughter, she was always ahead of her time, if you will, was always older than she was, and for a while she would, you know, for many times she would get irritated with people her own age, because, or younger, because she's just like, this is ridiculous um, with the way people act. And, you know, I, I think about a lot of the things that I did when I was growing up, I was influenced by my peers. And it was never, in my recollection, very rarely was it ever for the good. It was typically pulling me into something I shouldn't have been doing, and encouraging me to do those things. So if, if you as a parent like that type of socialization, keep your children in public school, keep your children around other kids, and don't pay attention. But if you want your kids um, to be influenced by godly people, by folks that are going to encourage them in good things, in faithful things, and my children were, even though they're not uh, following the same faith I have today, they have done that by their own choice, and I hope that someday they will come back to the faith that they've been given, um, but at some point, once again, they were allowed to be drawn away by their peers. They eventually both made choices to get around people that uh, I don't believe were faith faithful, and I see that working out in in their lives. You know, in my son's case, I think it was a matter of um, his own reasoning that got the better of him when he started questioning things that he didn't understand, instead of just accepting them on faith. And that's what God asks us to do, people. He doesn't give us everything. He doesn't. He's given us a lot. When you read the Bible and look at His Word, He's given you everything you need because that's what He gave us. But he didn't give us everything. He he has retained things, some things to himself, because he's God. It's his deal. It's his his story. His story, right? History is his story, and uh, he created us for a reason and a purpose to be with him someday. But that doesn't happen in this life. It doesn't happen till we leave this planet, which we will all leave at some point. So with that, I was in. Uh, we do typically start out with some scripture on this program and i was in hebrews chapter three which i'm just going to read through today i might make a couple comments along the way but it says this wherefore holy brethren partakers of the heavenly calling which is what you know i would call any true christian any christian that is has proclaimed uh, out loud that jesus christ is lord and has been baptized into the faith and continues in that heavenly calling it says, Consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus, who was faithful to him and appointed him also, as also Moses was faithful in all his house. For this man was counted worthy of more glory than Moses, inasmuch as he who has built the house has more honor than the house itself. For every house is built by some man, but he that built all things is God. And Moses verily was faithful in all his house as a servant for a testimony. Of those things which were to be spoken for, or spoken after, I'm sorry. But Christ as a Son over his own house, and whose house we are, or are we, if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm unto the end. So we need to hold fast. People that are Christians need to hold fast through everything that we go through in this life. Wherefore, as the Holy Spirit says today, if all of you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation in the day of the temptation of the wilderness. Now, if you don't know this, when the the Israelites came out of Egypt and had not yet reached the promised land, there was a hardening of hearts against God that caused a lot of issues for some of the Israelites. Um, And you can read about that in the Old Testament of the Bible. When your fathers tempted me, Proved me and saw my works forty years, wherefore I was grieved with that generation, and said they do always go astray in their heart, and they have not known my ways. So I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter into my rest. Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily, while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin." For we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. While it is said, today, if all of you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation. For some, when they had heard, did provoke, nevertheless, not all that came out of Egypt by Moses. But with whom? Was he grieved forty years? Was it not them that had sinned, whose carcasses fell in the wilderness?' And to whom swore he that they should not enter into his rest, but to them that believe not. So we see that they could not enter in because of what? Unbelief. And unbelief quells faith. It kills faith. And, you know, one of the biggest things I see in our society today, things like evolution and secular humanism cause unbelief in people. Things like our media provoking people with fear and with fear-mongering with regard to COVID-19. It, it provokes unbelief in people about their ability to defend themselves against this virus or the system that God put in place, their own system for fighting off disease that God designed and put in their bodies might not be enough to prevent them from dying. And that's the fear that everybody's walking around with. Oh, COVID-19 is going to kill you. COVID-19 is going to kill you. What did the president, president Biden come out and do the other day? Oh, you unvaccinated. You're in for a winter of death. And I, I just, really? What about the people that have had the thing and have natural immunity, have antibodies already? I mean, that's all that a vaccine is going to do. Is stimulate your immune system to be able to try and prevent you from getting COVID, and most people nowadays have seen and um, know people who have gotten COVID even though they were fully vaccinated. So, what's the point? Why do you need to to force that? So, you know, I think most people who are listening and paying attention, not just sheeples who are are being led wherever you know the government entities want us to go wear your mask and uh whatever because that's really preventing anything i'm sorry but fauci and joe biden and a lot of these people when you look at some of the historicity of all this stuff there you know this has been going on for a long time and i think there's a lot of money at stake here i think the drug companies uh, have a big part in this and it's really just a sad thing. And I really can't believe they haven't come out and said, you know, hey, if you got the disease, yeah, you don't need to get a shot because you don't. It can actually be even more harmful to you, I think, if you got the shot after having COVID than, uh, than if you got it before. But, you know, that's beyond me. I'm not a scientist and I'm not a doctor. But I am someone that has a, a at least a certain amount of common sense. And I look at all these things just like the election of 2020 when Joe Biden got 100,000 votes in five states in the middle of the night when nobody was looking. All of a sudden, just bam, here you go, Joe. And I go, wait a minute, something doesn't smell right about this. And, you know, how more people didn't come to that conclusion, I do not know. So, but don't fall into that. Don't fall into unbelief. Don't let... uh Our society, don't let the theory of evolution, don't let secular humanists, don't let Buddhists, don't let Mohammedists, don't let all these things that come at you every day, don't let a bad day cause unbelief in you. You know There is one God, there is one Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the King of kings, the Lord of lords. He is sitting at the right hand of the Father God, interceding for us right now as I speak. And he knows everything. How he does that, I do not know, but I believe that he does, because he said he does. He is omniscient, he's omnipotent, and uh, you're not going to fool him. So where else do you want to put your faith? Do you want to put your faith in someone who's dead, Muhammad? Do you want to put your faith in someone who's dead, Darwin? And again, Darwin was probably one of the most racist people to ever live. They don't tell you that part of the story. They don't tell you the part of the story like Margaret Sanger um, was probably one of the most racist people to ever live. And yet she was the the sponsor of family planning, right? The sponsor of Planned Parenthood. And, you know, how the um, African-American community in the country of the United States has put their faith and trust in Democrats at a 90% clip is beyond me. That is the worst thing that's ever happened in our society. Because Democrats promised the world and have never delivered, not once. You know, Trump, for all his faults, was finally doing something in the, the inner city communities in this country. And for that, he was, was shown the door by the uh, elitists and by the, the folks that are in power, that want to hold the levers of power in government and create subjects in the United States guys, you got to realize that from a faith standpoint, you have one of two directions you can go. The secular humanists, the communists, the socialists, the folks who put their faith and trust in evolution, even the Mohammedans want a top-down control. They want a uh, control mechanism where people are subjects to them, the rulers, the ruling class, the elites, whatever you want to call them, That's what's going on here. This is the battle that we're in. The common man, the person, uh, you know, in our country, we've always been a free society where the common people have come to work in the government and to create laws and things because they were coming out from amongst us. And we've gotten to a point now where that's not the case. Most people that work in D.C. come out of the Northeast Corridor or, you know, some other school where they suck the common sense out of you and stick in all this stuff that, guys in white coats say is true and in reality has no basis or foundation for truth whatsoever you know the theory of evolution is probably the worst most absolute baseless uh most non-foundation uh based theory that ever has hit man random chance molecules creating things again what where else has random chance ever created anything it's always made things worse. So, And you see that at work pretty much everywhere. And they'll point to exceptions, not rules, to try and justify their faith in a false religion. That's exactly what it is. Evolution is a false religion. It's nothing else. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You know, Muhammadism is a false religion. It's, it's putting faith in something that is not true. That is the definition of a false religion. Uh, Buddhism, Shintoism, you know, every other ism on the planet besides Christianity is a false religion. And I don't say that to be mean. And I don't say that because I'm better than anybody. I'm as big a sinner or bigger than than any sinner on this planet. We're all sinners and fallen short of the glory of God. I say that because it's a fact. It's the truth. And sometimes the truth does not sit well with people. Well, I can't help that. I'm sorry, but that's the way it is. So with that, let's take a look at a couple things. Um, CDC shortens COVID-19 quarantine guidelines for general population. Aren't, aren't you all glad we got the CDC? Isn't that just the best? You know, I heard the other day what their budget was, and there's 31,000 people that work at the CDC. What on earth do we need 31,000 people doing at the Centers for Disease Control? Really? Is that really necessary? I, I would think we could get by with maybe a hundred or so. You know, their budget is in the billions. I can't remember how many billions of dollars we spend on that every year. How did that happen? How did how did Congress let things get to that point? You know, I, I have uh, gone back and forth with one of my brothers at church about this, but I really believe we need term limits because for whatever reason, people aren't smart enough to vote people out on a regular basis you know once people get in they say what well, incumbency is like 70 80 percent um you know you see a lot of retirements going on right now with the democrat party because they know they're going to get get their get creamed in the 2022 elections because everybody hates them and, well i shouldn't say everybody because some people love the lockdown some people love the um what's going on in that regard but But many, many people in this country are sick and tired of all the lockdowns, all the just crud, the overreach of government. We are not subjects in this country, people. We are free people. We are free to make decisions, and even if they're bad decisions. And that's part of the issue. You can't trade freedom for security and safety. That doesn't work, Ben Franklin said. If you trade that, if you trade freedom for security and safety, you don't deserve either. And I would agree with him. I imagine most people in this country would, if they're brought upright. But the problem is our school system is not bringing people upright anymore. You know, if you are, are a true Christian, you need to get your kids out of public school. the The public school system has been turned into a secular humanist institution, a godless, faithless institution that is going to teach your children godless, faithless things every day and try and circumvent if you are a christian again if you believe as i do uh, you have in my opinion no business sending your kids to public school Now, i know other ministers will say well you know it gives the kids a chance to minister to other kids and give me a break a kid is a kid they're not going to go out and minister anybody there's very rarely is there going to be a child until they reach a certain age for one and two until they uh, um, get some sense about them that are ever going to influence other kids for the kingdom of God. That is a a joke. In my opinion, all you're going to do is influence those children in a negative way. Like I just talked about a little bit ago because I was, I lived that, you know, kids do not influence other kids in a positive direction. 99.9% of the time doesn't happen. So, I just I call right now on our on our senators on our Congress people to look at the budget at the CDC and cut it into one one hundredth of what it is. We do not need that many people analyzing disease. The NIH should be another one. Fauci should get his salary cut by. He should be make, making forty thousand dollars a year and be a part time employee. What on earth are we spending all that money for that we don't have? To Analyze Diseases. National Institute of Health. That's a joke. Uh, And they're going to say, well, because for this reason right now. (coughs) So, anyway. Biden says states bear responsibility for COVID resolution. How interesting is that? Think about that. Who else said that? Uh... I believe it was the last president of the United States, a guy named Donald Trump. Biden was supposed to come in and, and fix COVID, right? Isn't that why he got elected, supposedly? At least that's what they part of what they say. This is a, a headline from Fox News. Biden was billed as America's savior from Trump, but things have played out very differently in 2021. So I, Biden's just a figurehead. I don't think he knows where he is half the time, and there's people behind him that are running the show. And the bureaucracies anymore are taken over, and that's that's where we have a problem in this country. That's our biggest problem right now. We need to shrink the size of the federal government. It's gotten way too big. you uh have people in government that think they uh they can do no wrong um anything that they do should be gospel and should be followed, and people should be subjects uh it's really it's not a good thing so Three trillion dollars they spent last year, and then they wanted to spend two, two trillion more. It's it, it's just it's surreal how much money the federal government is spending, and wasting. Um, and it's because they've gotten directly in our pockets. I go back to the nineteen teens. it nineteen whatever it was when when they implemented the personal income tax at the federal level? It should have never happened. I still can't can't believe the states ever approved that completely. So, anyway, that's where we're at in this country right now. And I believe a lot of it has to do with the fact that uh, people are putting faith in other things besides Jesus Christ, besides the fact that we were created for a purpose. And when you lose sight of that, when you lose sight of God being our Father, being our uh Sufficient, being sufficient for everything that we need, you're going to lose sight of what's really truly important, and it will create in you unbelief. And when you have unbelief, bad things happen. And that's all I'm going to say. So, with that, um, if you have belief, if you have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, you have hope, and you can have true joy and true peace. And uh, I pray that that would be the case for everybody today that uh, would hear this message. So with that, have a blessed day. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ, email us at ehud at That's ehud at religion, all one word, dot .org, O-R-G. And we'll be happy to help you any way we can. Um, if you don't know him, if you do, be encouraged and uh, stand fast because he's coming back. I believe pretty soon. Thank you, Lord, for the small things Like me and her on a porch swing For summer nights and fireflies And the sound of my old six string Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings If I still got breath in these lungs Then that's all I need to get down on my knees And be thankful for all that he's done For my mama, for my friends, for your love